Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If there's something I need, I don't already have. I know I'll get it from a good friend. If there's something I need, I don't already have. Hi, everybody. It's Jamie Lee Curtis, and you're listening to the Good Friend Podcast, presented to you by iHeartRadio. We talk about everything. We cry, we laugh, we think about what it really means to be a good friend. I have conversations with some of my best friends, some people I've never met, and sort of everything in between. So I hope by the end of it that you have a really good sense of what friendship means to me and the people that I consider friends. And I hope you can take those same ideas into your own friendship groups. And I hope you enjoy it. B2 Agne, hello. B2 Agne. Isn't that the first person on your Instagram yes. live every single? B2 Agne. How do you know? <laughs> because I. I don't know B2 Agne. I just know that she's always first when she comes, when I go up. What I love about it is she is a good friend. You know, like she is paying attention. True. She's interested in you. And I love that she's first in line. And what our listeners or my listener, I, I like to believe I have one. Yeah. That way I don't feel so alone. But I don't, I, I'm not, you know, an ass and therefore 
therefore don't like assume that there are thousands. I just say my listener, for my uninitiated listener, my guest today is Maria Shriver, who has been a light, it feels like a lifelong friend. But the reason that I brought up B2 Agne, whoever <laughs> you are, who happens to be the first person who logs in when Maria Shriver does either the Sunday paper or one of her Instagram live events, of which I am a listener and a viewer. Oh, you because, are? Yes. How would I know about B2 Agne if yes. I wasn't a regular <laughs> paying attention to Maria Shriver person? Because I pay attention to you, which to me is friendship. Yes. Well, that's the greatest thing I think anybody can, greatest gift anybody can give to another person is to see them, right? Pay attention to them. And by paying attention to them, you understand who they are, not who you think they are, or if it's a public person, not who you read that they are, but who they actually are. So one's attention, one's time allows one to see another person. So thank you for paying attention to Bintu Agne, wherever she is, whoever she is, and to me, and to me. Let's see, yeah, Bintu Agne. I wonder what she's, how she gets on there so fast all the time. Well, she's, I think she's waiting because I think there is a, a, a you know, when you know that you're going to go live at a certain time, someone can start to log in at a certain point. I mean, people, the reason I brought it up is... <laughs> When you were married to Arnold and right. you would have these big Christmas parties. That's true. In Sun Valley. In Sun Valley. I, um, my family and I would arrive and I believe my family and I were always the first, first ones. <laughs> first ones in the door, always before there was one other guest. I know that was your, you're like, here she comes. The party's about to start. Well, and what happened, and I've talked about it somewhere in this podcast world, you know, in some other form, in some, I think somebody else made fun of me for wanting to be early. And, for you know, we had a whole conversation about how rude is it to be too early and when is it appropriate and blah, blah, blah. But I brought up the story of your Christmas party. And I brought up that the staff, the kitchen staff, Right. Also knew me as being first in line because when the food would be put out, there's a woman, I don't know her name, and I certainly wouldn't out her on a podcast, but she was in charge of basically announcing that dinner was served. And she would do the the sort of, she would flick her nose with her finger like they did in the movie The Sting. Uh -huh. She'd walk uh -huh. by me and look at me and go like this. Barbara. 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 So Barbara would flick her nose at me, and that meant I'd better get my ass over to the line. And I would be first in line. And one year, they actually had a plate engraved, JLC number one. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. That is genius. You were I didn't know you were first in line. I knew you were first through the door, but I didn't know you also were first in line. First in line. It's it's a know, thing. It's a thing. Um, it's a thing. Anyway, it, it just made me laugh because of the B2 Agne or Bin2 <laughs> Agne or whatever. I don't even know what that bin means. Two. I think it's Bin2 Agne. Now you're really making me curious about Bin2 Agne. I've actually been rather curious about her. Um, 
Well, uh, if I may, you are a curious person. Oh, very. <laughs> and I think that is, I think your legacy as a human being, as a woman, uh-huh. as a friend, as a daughter, as a mother, is your curiosity. That you're interested in people and their stories. Very. Has that always been that way? Always. I've, uh, I've always, which is why journalism for me was such, was and is such a great fit because I was naturally curious. I would always go to a situation that I would see happening and I'd start asking questions. I would do it for free. Uh, and it always interested me, people's stories of triumph and of adversity. I always was fascinated with how people overcame things, how they got through things. Uh, and it gave me a way to meet people who didn't grow up like me, who didn't have my life experiences. My journalism brought me to places that I wouldn't have been able to go had I stayed kind of in my family unit or had I gone into politics like other people in my family. So journalism, not only did I go all over the world, but it gave me an ability to enter people's lives in a way that I wouldn't have been able to do. And I've always loved that sitting, talking to people. I'll talk to the valet Parker guy. I'll talk to the person at Starbucks. I'll talk to uh, the nurse. I'll talk to uh, the gardener. I'll talk to whomever I can because everybody has a story and I'm interested in people's stories. Yeah. And, and that makes you a good friend because that leaning in and I have been on the other side of that lean-in. And uh-huh. there's an intensity and a focus that comes with it, which makes you feel like it is important to you that that interchange between me and you or you yeah. and whomever is important to you in that moment. And yes, politicians can do that very well. Uh-huh. But it's politicians. You know what I mean? There's a, as a journalist, it's a different lean in. Well, old politicians, old politicians, uh, you know, kind of the ones that like I grew up with that were like, you know, put their arms around you and were really into people's lives. They were kind of connected in people's lives uh, in in a deep way, right? But you, they were always kind of meeting people at events and stuff like that. I, I found journalism to be you're you're still going to an event, but you're meeting people often at their rawest. You're meeting people um, who you know are in situations that they never dreamed of, who sometimes don't want to tell their story, who sometimes don't even know what their story is actually. Um, who sometimes when you ask them questions, they're stunned at the unfolding of their own story. Mm. I really like that. I love to start talking to people and they'll be like, whoa, why are you asking me so many questions? And then they'll start telling me and they'll be like, wow, I haven't told this to anybody else. I don't know why I'm telling it to you. And I just, I love that because then I can mirror back to that person, their story in a way that maybe they didn't, hear it or see it before. And um, I I feel like that's something I 
love to do. And I like to be able to do that is to hold up a mirror to another person Mm -hmm. and say, this is who you are. This is uh, what I see. And I think we all need that. We all need someone, as you say, to pay attention, to hold up a mirror to us and say, this is what I see. Do you know what I see? Do you know who you are? So I, you know, I love that writing when I write, it's kind of, I try to write about a part of me or I write what I see, or I try to write about people that I meet, or as I said, through my journalism, but I grew up with people who were looking always for other people's stories and who used those stories to really fight for um, changes in laws, fight for a different kind of a country, fight for a different reality. So, um, but I, so I'm just doing it in my way, which is a different way than my parents, but it's all storytelling. It, yes. And by the way, the mirror is going to be the soundbite from this episode. I can tell you now we could stop now. Uh, We're not going to, but I mean, we could, no, seriously, because I'm, I keep listening and hearing Mm -hmm. these sort of really beautiful articulations of what it means to be a friend. Yeah. And that example of holding up a mirror and saying, this is who you are. This is what I see. This is what I hear. Mm -hmm. And that often we don't see who we are. Often many of us, and I dare say everyone, sometimes have not realized our potential. Sometimes we feel hampered either by our physical selves and we don't see what's behind it, whatever it is, I think your ability, the way you just said it is, you know, really what people are looking for, which is, I see you, I hear you, I honor you, I respect you, and I cherish you. And, you know, that's friendship, ultimately. Well, I think also, you know, so many of us, I think really a real friend or really great friend will also say, you know, I see behind what you're showing me. (laughs) I see who you really are because I think we all go out into the world, right? With a a different persona. Sometimes we walk out, we are going to give a speech. So we put on different clothes and different demeanor, right? Or we're in a meeting and that's one side of us, or we're, you know, as a mother, maybe there's a different side of us or as a wife or all these sort of things. But a really good friend will say, you know, I see that you're putting on this tough exterior. I see that you're out there kind of controlling it. But I know beneath all that is a sensitive, tenderhearted, whatever the right words are. And that is when the tears come. That's what's the most ultimate gift, I think, is somebody who's actually paid enough attention in enough different situations, who's watched you over time and with time, who's watched you and knows really what's behind all the different facets that we all, you know, the different masks, you can call it, or the different personas that we all project. And when someone does that for me, that's a wow. And that's a friend. That's a uh, to die for. Yeah. That's a... uh, Right. A ride or die, I think the kids call them. Yeah. Ride or die. uh, That's a... And I don't kind of have a like, you know, best, best, you know, sometimes, you know, in grade school, and I still have friends who go like, this is my best friend, my best friend. 
And um, I, I don't do that. I just go like, this is my friend. I remember my uh, cousin, I was making something for somebody and they had all these collections. You know, I realized I don't really have anything I collect and everything. She goes, are you kidding? I said, well, she goes, you collect friends, you collect people, you collect all kinds of people. I was like, oh, yeah, that's I like friends different kinds of friends. I like different kinds of people because I think, you know, people bring different things to your life, right? You know, kind of, it's good to have different kinds of friends. And I don't kind of have like a best friend, right? I have a best friend in a moment. Like right now you're my best friend. Right. No, and I and I feel it. But I do, I do under I love the idea of a cultivation, a collection of friends that you do. And obviously given your life in a public family, as a journalist traveling the world, you have friends all over the world. There are people that consider themselves your friends all over the world. I don't know about that, but but I think there's different, you know, like flat tire friends are different, right? You know, I always think to myself, who, do, who can I call in the middle of the night? You know, who am I going to be able to call like is going to take me to a doctor's appointment those are different kinds of friends i have never heard the phrase flat tire friend oh really never oh my god i'm so happy (laughs) wow like well you have to like don't you want to think about like who can you call if you're if you have a flat tire who do you call in the middle of the night if you have to go to an emergency room who do you call if you have to go to a like serious doctor's appointment. Who do you call? And, um, you know, for a long time for me, that person, not the flat tire, but the person I always called was my mother, right? It was, she was always my, you know, first call. Whenever I'd get off the air, the first call was my mother to me. Or when I wrote a book, first call, my mother. And then first call, if I had a problem or I wanted to talk something through, first call was my mother. And um, when she died, that left a really like huge vacuum um, for like who was my go-to in a bad situation. Wh- wh- where was I going to go? Who was I going to reach out to? So I had to readjust the deck chairs. You know, I had to like make sure I had somebody that I could that would take me to a doctor that would take me or that would take my call in the middle of the night and. Um, So I think that I think your friends kind of ebb and flow, too. I think, you know, that's one thing I've learned. I say that to my kids because they get out of college. They're like, oh, my God, it's so much harder to stay in touch with your friends. You're not in school with them. I'm like, you know, you have to make an effort uh, with your friends and you have to nurture your friends. And you have to certainly during COVID, that's been a big thing for me is checking in on my friends, um, not being able to see them, but, you know, missing them, uh, taking note of missing them, missing what they give to me. And, uh, but I'm a big believer that you have to kind of nurture your relationships as you move through life and be open also to new friends. I know people always say like, you can't make any new friends after 50 or after 40. That's not been the case for me. And I hope I can make more friends. And I have a lot of friends, you know, of my kids' friends are like, you know, 30 and under. I have friends like that. And that's something I also emulate from my parents. They had a lot of young friends. 
And so as I get older, I want to have more younger friends to keep me like in the know, keep me. Keep you current. Keep me current. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back with more Good Friend after this quick break. So stick around. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. I want to go to your family for a minute because someone follows you and watches everything you do. And that might be me. Um, I, I'm not a sort of sycophant. I'm a sycophant. You know what I mean? I do watch you because I respect every area of your life as a mother, as a professional woman, as a grandma. Um, <laughs> Mazel tov, by the way. Um, and, you know, obviously as a public figure. But what's interesting to me is because I follow you, I recently saw a photograph and it was a picture of your cousins uh, and you all were very young and you were yeah. talking about your cousin, Sydney. She sent me that picture. Yeah. I am not from a big family. Mm -hmm. And for me, what was interesting is obviously as I'm talking to many people from many different areas about their early childhood and friends and how did they make friends in school and blah, blah, blah. The question I have or what I was curious about is you have such an enormous family. Yeah. You are from a big 
wide-ranging family <laughs> with a many, you know, it's a big umbrella. Yeah. And uh, with a lot of cousins your age. And so when you were younger, were you able to have friends within a school setting and or were how much of your family became your friends? My family. Yeah. You know, I had like in grade school, I had one friend, I think. Yeah. Who's still my friend today, Renee. Uh, and then I had kind of in middle school, I got a friend. But my family, uh, you know, the way I grew up was intense. It was chaotic. And, you know, my cousins were more like siblings. We all like lived next door to each other and we were in this thing together. Mm-hmm. And it, the thing we were in together was intense and wasn't really something you could explain to somebody else. And so um, my cousins, uh, Caroline, Sydney, and Courtney were like the same age as me. Everybody else primarily was guys. They were all guys. Mm-hmm. And it was um, an unusual situation, an unusual upbringing, an unusually large family uh, with uh, an unusual focus. And so kind of, we were all, I think they probably now I read, when I read books now there, they say you're trauma bonded. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, okay, I'm trauma bonded. That's what but they I'm, refer to it as trauma bonded. Well, I, I've read a lot about, you know, that sort of thing. And I'm deeply bonded to my cousins and there was a lot of trauma. So I probably, I'm, I used to just call it loyal or uh, private, but maybe I'm trauma bonded. <laughs> But, you know, my cousins know, and my brothers, right, they know, like an upbringing that it's hard to explain to other people. And I, I just don't. And that has carried you all the way through from your youth. Yeah, from your early youth, all the way through your adult lives. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I go every year somewhere up until COVID with Caroline and Sydney. And, you know, we just have our own language. It's uh, a language that nobody else has. Really, my best friends are also my brothers. I I hang with them if I have a choice. Um, you know, my kids, my brothers, my cousins. I have an ease there that, um, you know, I don't worry with them. But I've expanded beyond them. I did make friends. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 I didn't. I wasn't suggesting that you didn't make friends. No, no, but it wasn't. It was an unusual thing. Like I, you know, and I've had several friends say to me, like, well, there's your cousins, your brothers, and then there's your friends. And um, I remember, you know, several of them have said that to me. And I was like, oh, wow, really? And they're like, oh, yeah, no, there's your cousins. And then there's like your friends. And um, I didn't really feel that. But I've had friends tell me that. So. Right. And you and I are friends. We don't yes. know each other super well in the sense of a sort of day-to-day quotidian. Um, but I have an ease with you that when I, even if I don't see you or talk to you for months, I sit down and bam, there's not a, a missed, uh, it's like, so you were saying, boom. So, <laughs> right. Or that. So like, yes. Yeah, yes. That's that so good. Decluttering going. Are you still wearing, you know, this or, oh, by the way, you got rid of all your Michael Kors things. I remember that. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, yes. but I'm just saying, so it's kind of a, and that to me 
is over the years, it's uh, through so many different situations, right? And there's so many conversations that have transpired over decades through different situations that I don't skip a beat. I go, I can almost remember where I last, you know, had the conversation. That to me is a gift. That to me is, I could, I feel like I actually could call you in the middle of the night and you would come. No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't? No. Yeah, you, you know would. why? No. Why? Because I go to sleep at 7.30 and I keep my phone on silent. <laughs> well, you have to, you have to like, well, you don't you have a landline? No. You don't have a landline? Of course I have a landline, but it's on silent too. <laughs> you don't go to bed at 7.30. Every single night. 7 7.45. See, I didn't know that about you. Why? My rhythm is I wake up at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, and I do more business at 5 o'clock in the morning till 7 than most people do during an entire day. I am on fire in the morning. With coffee? It's a little coffee, but it's just my natural being. And I, when the, I'm a bit of a farmer. When the light goes out, I go to bed. Well, that's really healthy for you, by the way. I got up at 4.30 today, not because I wanted to. But uh, when I find that I do get up at 5, 5.30, I'm, I'm that kind of morning time. I like it because it's quiet. Oh, and yeah. I'm not doing a lot of stuff, but I'm quiet in my brain yes. and I'm quiet in my being. And that to me is a gift. I, I really need that now in my life. I don't know how I existed all these years without it. Yes. But now if somebody interrupts it, nobody does because nobody's right. <laughs> but it's it's a gift to me every morning to be able to get up and I have my whole routine. I'm a big believer in kind of morning routines, evening routines, you know. And um I I love that. But I don't go to bed at 7 30. What what time do you eat dinner? You know, five thirty, six o'clock, or you know, early dinners. I'm just that person and I it it works for me. I find that I'm really quite useless after five o'clock. I mean, I can I can well, go out to dinner. I'm not calling you. No, I am not the person to call in the middle of the night. Although, if somehow I am, you actually wake me up. I am that person. Obviously, I. Well, now I know I can call you at five a.m. Oh, I am the person to call at five a.m. There you go. We figured it out. There Maria. we go. I, now, oh, by the way, I need, I need that. So now we have a slot for you. Right. In your clock of time of friendship, I just got the 5 a.m. slot, which a lot of people don't want, by the way. A lot of people do not want the 5 a.m. call me slot. I do want that slot. You got it. There's not a lot of competition for this slot. So it's all (laughs) your your name on it. My brother, I'll, I'll call somebody on the East Coast if I'm up that early. But now I have a West Coasty buddy. Yes, you do. And by the way, I wake up people on the East Coast. When I call them, they're like, hello. I'm like, hi. (laughs) What's up? (laughs) Chipper, chipper. We'll be right back with more Good Friend after this quick break. Hi. 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. So tell me, Jamie, why'd you want to do this podcast on Friends? It, well, there's a song. I don't know if you heard it or if you got to hear it when I sent you the invitation email. It's a song called Good Friend by Emily King. And uh, first of all, I love her as an artist. It's a song that I have listened to many times. And one time about a year ago, right in the middle of COVID, I heard it and I thought, oh, I miss my friends. Yeah. I miss my friends. I want to talk about good, what it means to be a good friend. And it just, it popped in my mind. And I thought, oh, I'll do a podcast called Good Friend. I'll track down Emily King, which I did. I Twitter stalked her and Facebook stalked her and was able to reach her. <laughs> and and is she now of, a good friend? She, I interviewed her and her friend. Uh, Margaret Glaspie, who I also know, and we did, I've interviewed a couple friends together as well as individuals. But how do you do with conflict with friends? You know, obviously, one of the things that we talk about is, you know, it's always great when things are groovy and everything's good. And then it's it's difficult when either friendships hit a yeah. bumpy patch or People move away from each other. People distance from each other. Do you have, ex I mean, like, do you have any, I mean, I'm not asking for personal stories. I'm simply more just theoretically. How do you deal with that? I've had, you know, friends who've kind of 
faded away in their prominence in my life, right? Just because they live in another state or they're doing, you know, our lives aren't connected in any way. And they've just kind of, I mean, I know like two friends kind of like that, but I pick up again, you know, with them, but nothing kind of happened. I think kind of having a fight with your best friend. I know people, you know, who've had that is horrendous, is just like, horrendous. And I think uh, I try to communicate uh, as much as I can throughout the relationship. I don't know that I'm really great at bringing up like conflict that doesn't come naturally to me to like, go like, oh, this is something that's you're doing that's irritating me. I don't kind of do that. Neither do I, by the way. Yeah, I don't kind of do that. Although I'm reading a book on boundaries. So I'm learning how to do that better. That's the other thing about growing up in a really big family, no boundaries. Oh, that's interesting. No boundaries. I thought it was really normal to walk into people's houses and just take what's in their refrigerator or go into their pantry or, you know, I grew up with people who just came in and took my clothes or my brothers took, you know, people's clothes. And I remember uh, one of the first times Arnold came to my house to visit. And then, you know, one of my brothers came down and one of his, with his belt on, and he was like, what, what is happening here? And they're like, oh, just use your belt. And he's like, well, you didn't ask or like, oh man, that's okay. I'll, I'll put it back. Of course he never saw it again, but you know, that's how, you know, my brothers went in and took my dad's ties. They took his belts, they took whatever. And my cousins, you know, still, if I go back to Hyannisport, you're sitting there, five people will walk in, they'll go in and take food out of the roof. They'll just sit down at the table, not even invited. Um, so I grew up like that, which isn't, um, I've come to learn late in life is unusual. And many people don't like that. And they want more formal boundary. So I now, you know, make sure like all my kids live in different places. So I wouldn't go and just walk in to their house, even though that I grew up like that with people just walking into the house all the time. So I'm trying to kind of make sure that I'm aware of boundaries and also having adult children, I'm trying to learn how to phase out, but still be there be respectful of boundaries, respectful of relationships, uh, and find my place in the this new kind of move more into a, somewhat of a friend place. I'm trying that on. Well, that was actually going to be my final converse, part of our conversation was simply moving into that relationship with your adult children. You now have the great opportunity of being a grandma. So you get to watch your daughter be a mother and you now get to take a step back from that and and I was just curious about how you were handling cuz all of your children are adults and as you said that none of them live at home and so everyone has starting to create their own adult lives and I have the same thing I hate it I hate it I, I hate know. it I know I hate it so I'm reading books about it. <laughs> I've actually brought it up in therapy because I, I actually want to be good at it. And I want to know, do I not call? My mother called me every day, several times a day. I don't want to mm -hmm. do that. I want them to know that I'm there, but I don't want to be like in their business. So I'm trying to, uh, I'm watching my daughter parent and I'm learning to wait until I'm asked for my opinion about parenting. And so she had 
her child during COVID. So that had a whole, you know, bunch of protocols around that. And I just followed her lead because her protocols were strict. They are strict. And so I am grateful for whatever FaceTime I get with Lila Maria. Mm-hmm. And I'm, um, I understand uh, that uh, this is her turn. This is her story to tell. This is her experience to have with her husband. And I'm trying on a new role. And I'm looking forward uh, to watching myself and experiencing that new role for myself. And I'm actually at this part in time in my life, I'm really excited to delve into lots of new experiences. Oh, I want to be a grandmother. Oh, I want to be a really long-term friend. I want to be a different kind of friend. I want to, you know, many of my friends are getting older. What kind of friend do they need now? It's very different from, you know, friends I met when I was 21, 22, we're running around shooting stories and going here and going there. Mm -hmm. Those same people are still in my life but they need something different from me now. So paying attention, coming back to that, paying attention as to what my friends need now from me is what I'm interested in learning. Well, thank you. Thank you for being here and helping all of us kind of look at the mirror of how we are with our friends and what we do with and for them. Well, I'm going to hold up a mirror to you because you are... You know, when you talk about watching me, I watch you too. And uh, I have, as I have said to you all along, so much admiration for you as a wife, as a mother, as a friend, as a social activist, as an author, as somebody who's using her life for good. And um, in all ways and in a myriad of ways, who uses your voice in I just step back sometimes when I listen to you talk about your sobriety, when I listen to you get involved in politics, when I listen to you um, about your relationship, when I listen to you about your craft, um, about your own growing up with famous parents, I'm in awe. Mm. I'm so happy that you use your voice that way. And I'm so proud of you for doing so. And I know what inner strength has been required uh, that you have used to get to where you are today. I know it hasn't been easy and I applaud it. Mm, Thank you very much. That was my guest, Maria Shriver on the Good Friend podcast. And so for all of the listener or maybe you're maybe ah. maybe the listener has a friend now. Maybe maybe we have two friends. I would say we definitely have two friends after that conversation. Um, whatever it is, stay safe out there. God bless you all. And thank you, Maria. Big kiss. God bless you. Love you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Good Friend is produced by Dylan Fagan and is a production of iHeartRadio. Our theme song Good Friend, is written, produced, and performed by Emily King.
For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next-day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. <laughs> 